that working? Yeah, that's working. Hello. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Hello. There we go. Uh, so, welcome back for this uh, minisode. Uh, one week after we did our little psycho episode, full episode. Um, so, uh, yeah, we're going to talk about Netflix's uh, powerhouse interactive episode that was Black Mirror's Bandersnatch. Bandersnatch. Um, so we're just going to we're going to talk genuinely about it. Mm. Genuinely? Generally. Generally about it. Generally about it and uh, just our feelings towards it and uh, what, what endings that we got. About Black Mirror in general. Yeah, yeah. Black Mirror in general. Because um, I, mean, I like to think I like to try and tie these episodes to reboots or remakes in some way. Okay. Now that's quite difficult to do with Bandersnatch because it's weird. Yeah. But Black Mirror, to an extent, is a remake of like the Twilight Zone and The Unexpected. Yeah. And Bandersnatch is a reboot of the sort of classic choose-your-own-adventure game, which I was a massive fan of. I don't know. I don't know if you ever did any of the choose-your-own-adventure things. Uh. Yeah. Sorry, Josh is eating a uh, treeslets. As you know, the uh, the mini socks have a bit of a looser feel, so they're just so nice. Treeslets are really good. I am very familiar with the uh, Choose Your Own Adventure game because uh, I used to own uh, the Fighting Fantasy series books. <sighs> so good. Yeah, I've still got them somewhere. Yeah, uh, I've house. got I've got the Warlock of Firetop Mountain on my oh, shelf yeah. somewhere. Oh yeah, can't see it right now, but, but it's it, there somewhere. It There's a great one that one. Yeah, I, I mean, I loved the one that I, I liked the most. I can't remember the name of it. There was like a sort of future space pirate one. Oh yeah, I can't remember. My my favorite one was a uh, thieves, the thieves one. Oh yeah, I can't remember what it was called, but it had, I had like one a, about ninjas as well that was pretty good. Yeah, yeah, that was a good one. <sighs> uh, but yeah, I, I, I stopped collecting them after a while. Um, Did you I've ever do the? So Disney made a choose your own adventure game with like a. A guy and a dragon. Did you ever play that? Oh, Sword of Destiny or something. It was something weird like that. Dragon, dragon Sword or something. Yeah. It's, it's in Thingy, isn't it? Um, it's in Stranger Things. Yeah, that one. Yeah. I can't remember what it's called, but I've never played little, it. little like, red and yellow knight guy. Yeah, I, th- and I, th- I thought it was something like concocted for the show because it looked, it looked too, like, real, not realistic, but it kind of looked nothing like what a video game had ever looked like before. Yeah, well... It kind of was because they only needed, they could just program the animation. Do you know what I mean? Because you don't actually control the character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it kind of looked like a film, and I thought this can't be a game, surely. <laughs> but yeah, so I was I was obsessed with choose your own adventure things. Yeah. Have you ever played? A, did you did you play Call of Duty? Did you play Call of Duty? I have played Call of Duty. It's not really my thing. But have you played Call of Duty Black Ops? Yeah. So in the first Black Ops, when this this is just a random piece of information, but like. Um, when you're in the when you're in the main screen and you're Mason and you're tied to the chair, yeah, you can break free out of the chair in the oh, main yeah. menu section and you can walk around the room. If you go to the terminal at the back of the room, the computer, you can load up a text adventure game. No way, that's pretty cool. Yeah, so you can like go through it and you can say like, oh, it'll say oh, you start with that. It's called Zorb or Zork or Zork. like that, and you can like go around the house and find a little thing and you know that's do all the little cool. bits. Yeah, but I I was used to play it. I just didn't really play the game after a while. I just played that text <laughs> just adventure played that. game. I thought I wanted, I wanted to beat it, so... Did yeah, you ever beat it? No. No, I never beat it. It's too hard. So, Bandersnatch. <laughs> yeah, Bandersnatch. <laughs> we got sidetracked a bit there. Yeah. Um, 
Charlie Brooker had been like rumored to be making this huge run of Edge game for a little while. Yeah. Um, and then rumors of this like new Bandersnatch came out, and people were like, well, that's obviously the huge run of Edge game. But yeah, Netflix. Um, Netflix. I watched the behind the scenes video. Netflix approached them saying, uh, "We want to do an interactive video." Yeah. A big event sort of thing, and Charlie Brooker just straight away said, "No, I I don't want to do it. It's the worst idea ever." And then, <laughs> and then. He thought back to that text adventure game, and he thought, you know what? I've actually got something that might work. Yeah. He kind of like, he kind of hit himself internally. He was like, "Don't do it." I was like, "I've I've got a perfect story for it, so I'd rather do it." Well, gotta be so much work. Yeah, yeah. I think they filmed like five thousand hours of footage. I'm oh, sorry, well, five hundred, five hundred, not yeah, five thousand. Yeah, and there are like five hours on the actual thing itself, aren't there? Of yeah. Just like different options. So for those who've not played it, did I say five hundred? You said five hundred. You said no, five thousand first. Yeah, no, I'm forget it. F- I'm five, sure it is filmed, five hours. I'm sure they filmed a lot of footage for it. No, but I think it was I think it was five hours okay. of footage, maybe. <laughs> I don't fuck. Anyway, let's move on. Five, five hours, I think. You are yeah. right. The the, the 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 complete runtime of it, you can sit there for five hours and watch yeah. every every ending sort of thing. So, so for those who have not um, taken part in it, it is basically uh, a Black Mirror episode, but every so often you will be given the choice to choose what happens to the main character and it can be something as mundane as choosing his breakfast or as complex as deciding to kill your dad well yeah because that's that's usually what happens after breakfast yeah (laughs) you you eat your breakfast and then do you want to chop your dad up or do you want to bury him (laughs) okay but it's I mean as with all things that Charlie Brook is involved in I'm a massive Charlie Brooker fan I love uh, Screenwipe and Newswipe and all that kind of thing. Have you ever watched any of those? No. They're so worth watching. He used to do a program called the... I think it was, I think one of them was Newswipe as well, where each week he, it was almost like... This is such a bad comparison, but it's the easiest one to make. It was like Russell Howard's Good News on Mock the Week. Oh, right, okay. But with like a team of writers behind it. Right, so it'd be like scripted instead of... Well, obviously the yeah. other ones are scripted, but they'd... It'd be like really heavily scripted yeah. and it, it was genius. It was so good. Um, I never watched uh, Dead Set. I caught up on it recently. It's on Netflix at the moment, yeah, so I was thinking it of watching Netflix. it. It's really good, actually. Yeah, it's like a zombie Big Brother. Yeah, That's pretty weird. much, yeah. It's just Big Brother with zombies. But then Black Mirror came out and I... From the first episode, I watched the first episode when it aired, oh, yeah. which is the weirdest episode, I think, of the whole bunch. <laughs> but it's one of the best. I think it's one of the best, and it's so unlike any of the other episodes as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Because it is quite devoid from technology in a way that all the others f- find to be a bit of a crux. Um, and it's not futuristic in any way? No, it's, it's not. It's just sort of like straightforward. And it eerily predicted the future. <laughs> <laughs> it really did. It really um, did. But anyway, so back to Bandersnatch. Uh, Charlie Brooker is well known for doing these sort of sci-fi epics yeah. sort of thing. And Bandersnatch is just an extension of that, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. And it was, totally. I think it was such a natural thing. I'm really surprised to hear that he didn't come to Netflix with the idea. Well, that's what I mean, because I think that's what they approached him saying, do you want to do an interactive thing? And he was like, no way. I've got like, I'm not doing it. Because he, yeah. he thought it was a terrible idea. But then... He, th- he simmered on it for a while and then he thought that is the perfect way to do it and he kind of wanted to do it so that he'd do it well yeah, so that yeah, no yeah. one else would mess it up almost like yeah, he just that. you know he just went yeah let's do it that's fine and I think it well there's there's been a couple of rumours that it's pushed back the next season yeah but which, it's not actually the case I'm happy it's with, just, you know what I mean yeah, yeah but I, I don't think it's actually the case I think they've I think they pushed back production 
a little tiny bit anyway, um, just so they could focus on this for a while. Yeah. But it's not that it's pushed it back in a detriment. Like it's not like massively pushed it back. Do you know what I mean? It's not like yeah. It's not pushed it to like a year. It's or just delayed it a bit. Yeah, it's just it's put on the back burner for a bit. I think they had everything sorted out for it anyway. So, um, but I, I'm glad they did it because it's it's amazing. I yeah, in my opinion, it's well worth trying. So. I um first time I tried it was with my girlfriend. Now she wasn't as into it as yeah, I was. Here. Same here. Which yeah, I don't know how common that is to our listeners. <laughs> yeah, but I guess if you're if you're mad into text adventures and you get yeah, really and excited about very James, video like game we do. Heavy. Yeah, like well, I was like a text adventure, yes, <laughs> amazing. And my then like have come true. Yeah, my girlfriend was like, oh, that's okay. what it is. Then she was like, oh yeah, okay, well let's do it, and then. And then it was like, right, fine. You grab the you grab the remote. She was like, yeah. Two seconds later, she's on a phone. It's like that's not how you Great. play. <laughs> that's a so please, can you just pass adventure. me the controller so I can so I can do it? And yeah, she just lost track after a while. I mean, I think she got she got quite slightly. I think she got slightly irritated towards him because obviously it sends you back a couple of times. Yeah, but I liked that because it got yeah, you yeah. to try different paths. Yeah, exactly. Because then it didn't make you start from the beginning, which is just everyone was complaining about that. I talked I spoke to some people at work and they were like. Oh yeah, I, I, I couldn't stand it because it kept sending you back. It was like yeah, but that's the point. It it was just showing you what the other things were. Like it's yeah. just it just it just lets you go back without having to start the whole thing again. Because I think that's the worst thing about text adventure games. Yeah, especially like fighting fa- uh, fighting fantasy books and stuff like that. Like you have to start again mm. when you die. That's it. You have to start. I again used to, to start a new character. Fighting fantasy books all the time. I never used to do character sheets. Oh, did you not? No, I just used to kind of read through the book and decide the option that I wanted oh, to go okay. for. Oh, that's do it that way. Do you know what no, I mean? me and my dad used to do it hardcore. Proper. Like, my dad yeah. used to read it to me. Did he? Used to have a ca- he used to write me out a character sheet and I'd sit there. Uh, your dad did not strike me as being that much of a nerd. Yeah. He, he, he owned the original He, so he owned the original ones. Like, I tell you what, I used to love the Give Yourself Goosebumps books. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Which were great. Give Yourself Goosebumps was another text adventure. Yeah, I do. I do recall them. So yeah, I and that would about. just have like, do you want to follow your friend to the candy factory, or do you want to stay at home and play with your new toy? <laughs> I, either one you picked to take you to like mental different places. <laughs> they were great. They were so good. But yeah, that that's that's another example of like great like. A text adventure games are just like they've got so much potential. There's yeah. like branches and stuff, and they always take you like random places. Well, the thing is, they kind of disappeared for a little while there. Yeah, they did. Yeah. The, the only the only time I've seen them resurface, which I think is now since a defunct service, but YouTube used to have annotations that you could click on. Yeah. And some people, some like really creative people on YouTube, made choose your own adventures on YouTube where you could click on which yeah. option you wanted to do next. Uh-huh. Um, I know that. There's a YouTuber called Ashens who did a really good one online. Uh, there's there's thingy as well if you uh, if you follow IO9 on or Gizmodo I think it is on on Twitter they they do it they do it every week. Do they? Yeah, they have like every day they have an update on it like you can vote. That's interesting. So like every if like they have a poll and then you vote for one of them mm. and then they release the answer and then obviously like you just you follow it every day. Oh, well, I think it's every day or it might be every week or something. Like that. That's interesting. Yeah, it's funny. So that's pretty much it. Should we go over? A few of our decisions. Uh, yeah, I think the That's loose quite spoiler heaviness. Yeah, it is spoiler heavy. But if you haven't played it, I mean, we've give you like, I mean, we we announced it on our last podcast like last week, so you had a week to do it. And I think everyone who's interested in, but like, you're not going to click on a Bandersnatch podcast unless you've seen it. Yeah. By now. I'd hope not. Oh, I, yeah, exactly. 
Or maybe you're just wondering whether it's worth to watch. In which case, play. yes, it is. Yeah, it is. And go and do it before you listen to this. I'll just tell you what I loved about it, the sort of viral marketing campaign stuff for yeah. it. I know you wanted to talk stuff. about this. Yeah, we'll get onto it in a second because okay. it ties into some of the stuff that well, happened. The, the, the loose plot line is that you play a um, budding uh, video game designer. I can't mm-hmm. remember his name. I can't. I just know it's, is it Fionn Whitehead who plays him? I think so. That's his name, I think. Yeah, okay. Well, I can't yeah. remember what the character's called. I'll find out. Josh, you keep talking. I'll, I'll tell you. Okay, well, anyway, you, um, you're you kind of a budding uh, video game um, developer. Um, and you're basically like a teenage kid in your room and, you know, you spend a lot of time making games. And, um, Stefan. Stefan, yes. Um, and Stefan is a big fan of a book called Bandersnatch, which was written by, uh, well, in the world, it was written by a quite a famous like sci-fi and mm. fantasy author. It's kind of like the Game of Thrones of that world. Yeah, and it's weird because like, Bandersnatch is a character in... Um, Alice in Wonderland. In Alice in Wonderland. Yes. Yeah, I think that's kind of, it. It does draw a lot from that. I think, yeah, it really cause, does because that character is the same. Um, but yeah, basically, you're um, you're given an opportunity to go to a local uh, video games developer, and they offer you um, a contract in house to make the game. So, but I think Josh, this... you're missing the most important decision. Yeah, no, I was going to get to that. I'm saying like that's the broad oh the story broad line. plot the broad plot the broad plot even. Is basically just you trying you, to get this. You're, you're just trying to get this game out into the world, and yeah. you're you're deciding the path of how to develop the game and get it out via the publisher or yeah. not the publisher. Basically, it's just it's about kind of it's about the madness behind the subject of the game because Bandersnatch apparently sent the author crazy. Yeah, so and the game that he is developing, the Bandersnatch game, is also a choose-your-own-adventure game. Yeah, which is what the novel is in the, yeah. the storyline as well so it's kind of like it just it's it's kind of like gus van sant copy you just wait it in a game josh just can't let that go no i can't uh anyway but yes he's trying to he's trying to make this game so you have to like choose the decisions but yeah uh the first decision you get is to eat frosties mm. or eat sugar puffs what did you go for i went sugar puffs i went sugar puffs as well now apparently because netflix are now starting to release the figures from yeah. who who picked what, and I yeah. think sixty percent of people picked Frosties. Well, I do prefer Frosties. I don't really like sugar. Puffs, I love sugar puffs; they're my favorite. I just thought like, go with something you don't like. Yeah. Now every decision you make does change things, small or big. Yeah. No matter what you do, if you've made a decision, it will have an impact. Oh, it's a ripple. Story. I mean, there's 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 well, I think if you go on the internet and find out a fl- if you if you really want there's, to know, like there's a flow chart oh my and God, stuff. It's absolutely massive. Yeah, it's huge. Um obviously some decisions are kind of like small ripples but then when you get further on yeah there's ones that actually give you skills that when later on in the story will unlock certain things mm. or certain branches apparently to the story. there's like a million combinations of different yeah. answers you can yeah. give to this i mean i've seen the flow chart and it is quite straightforward where you end up yeah but the path to ending up there yeah is you know it can be varied yeah, there are and Netflix have said there are only five true endings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There is only five true endings. No, I think I got two of those. I think I yeah, I think I got about two, maybe three, yeah. something like that. So you decide, Frosties or Sugar Puffs? You go to the video game company, Tokusoft. Well, you choose your, you choose your, the song on the bus as well. You choose your song on the bus, which de- depends depends on the outcome of what what's up and coming, which yeah. is strange. Um, uh, you go to Tuckersoft and they basically say 
do you want to work for us? In-house, develop the game, you'll have loads of support. You've got a team. You've got a team. You're working with this genius um, video game developer who's played by Will Poulter. Yep. Who's, uh, who's great. Um, or, or you can refuse us and do it yourself. Yeah, just go home and no, just I work think, on it yourself. I mean, I'd love to see the figures on this, but I'd, th- I'd say like 70% of people would choose to accept the first time. Yeah, I did. I accepted the first time. And that ends the game. Yeah, pretty much. That's that, that's away. one of the true endings, isn't it? Yeah, it's, well, that's one of the true endings. It comes out, like, the game comes out and it's a flop. Yeah. And basically, yeah, you get a really poor rating. And then this is where this this is where this uh, trigger kicks in, isn't it? Where it's like, yeah. if you pick an ending, if you pick a true ending, um, it will send you back um, to pick another, de- to make another decision. Mm-hmm. Uh, well... It, it sends you back to the key decision, so it, like the one before it, where it's like you want to go somewhere else. Yeah, and you've got like a guy reviewing your game, and he tells you like how well you've done. Yeah, so there's like a there's like a fake uh, kind of like TV program that reviews games, and it mm. whenever you get a true sort of ending or a kind of a, f- a soft ending, a soft ending's the one where it sends you back. Actually, I think. Yeah. Um. So oh yeah, so I think that first one is a soft ending because yeah, maybe. it sends you back, but I think the true ending's the one that actually give you the credits. Yeah. So that's that's the soft ending where you actually decide to go with them because it sends you back one space. Um, so there's like a fake sort of review uh, of video games going on, on the TV and it tells you how, you how your game came out and that one's yeah. like, oh, it's poor, it was terrible. Because I think the aim of it was, or the idea behind it was that if you spent time on it yourself, you could sort of perfect it. Yeah. But then that's 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 the uh, that's the key there where the things start going wrong because yeah. obviously you're influenced by kind of the madness around Bandersnatch. Uh, Bandersnatch. But what's what I think's interesting and the the sort of most creative thing that happens during the course of, of going through the Bandus Bandersnatch experiment is when you get to one of these endings, sometimes they influence what happens when you replay the story. Yeah. And it's so such a neat little yeah. little little thing to include. So if you do accept and your game's a flop and you restart the game characters interact with you differently because you've already done these things before yeah because they they, they get this sort of like premonition feeling don't they They're like wait a minute haven't you said that before yeah and so it's kind of a nice little touch to it will poulter who plays uh, colin ripman um he will talk to you and you can notice things that have gone wrong with his computer that you talked about last time yeah and he starts to think that you really there's something weird going on yes yeah, it thinks like you're kind of a, someone from the future or something yeah it's so and um, Colin Ritman is like obsessed with this idea of like parallel worlds and different choices and stuff. Yeah, which is I think well to get into it now. I think that's that's the kind of the the the, the aim the old overall subject matter of the of the actual episode. Yeah, is kind of this like there is no free will. So sorry, I'm eating some not, treeslets now. You're not the mic with your cheeselets. I didn't. I'm not my watch off. Oh okay, that's it. Um, but yeah, the the kind of the whole overarching kind of idea about the program is or the episode is that there is no free will so um you notice as you go along in the story that your character or stefan the character the one that you're controlling kind of starts to notice that he's being controlled and then in turn like i think that i think that the thing that works about is its message is that there's no free will that stefan has got no free will but then you realize that because you're choosing these there must be someone choosing for you which is kind of like it's it. You kind of take a step back and think, well, why am I picking those decisions? Like, why is he picking those decisions? Which is why I think that the whole episode just works on a 
a grand level because like it's it just it nails its kind of it message. It uses the medium to, to get the most out of adventure game to provide the message. Yeah, we, and it works. Is, it it just it just works. Yeah, and the thing. two are so intricately linked, and there's so many layers to it. Yeah, in the fact that Stefan's developing a choose your own adventure game. And you're playing, and one. he is in a choose your own adventure game, and yeah. you are playing that choose your own adventure game. And then you, st- and then you start to step back and think, oh wait a minute, like <laughs> <laughs> who's controlling me in a sort of and way? And can they please make some better decisions for my life? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the funniest bits is when Stefan's like, um, he starts to realize that he's getting controlled, and you're picking things from. Him. He's like, oh, not that one, please. Yeah. And he's like, please pick another one. Please. There's lots of ones where you can like throw tea over his computer and stuff. Yeah, those are the ones that really irritated me though, because like. You do it, and then it sends you back, and you do it again, see what happens, and it sends you back, yeah. and you do it again. It's like, <laughs> no, I want something else. Like, it just sends you back like yeah. 15 times. Um, so what are the interesting endings you got, or any interesting bits we want to talk about? Um, I think I think the two endings that I got was, uh, I got an ending that was, oh, no, I think I think the first ending I got, which was which was quite lucky, actually, was where they... They actually go into like the game comes out and it's a hit, but I think he's been put into prison or something like that. Yeah, that was that was one that I got ultimately. Yeah, and I think, but I I got it like first time, and it's the one where they go into the Netflix. I never got that one. Did you not? No, I, that was the first one I got. Like I I I I think that's the most interesting, and I'm gonna yeah. replay it to get that ending. Yeah, but, but you can... do you want to go over it, and I'll go over the one that I got. Yeah, basically, so like um the ending that you get is that um eventually um. Stefan kills his dad because he's so in, in like in involved in the game. Well, he has no choice because we make him kill his dad. Yeah, exactly. But he's getting so involved in the game that he's seeing signs and stuff. So it's it's kind of manipulating his his mind, and you obviously ultimately you pick it anyway. So you, he kills his he kills his dad, and you get to pick whether he chops him up or buries him. Um, so I chose to chop him up straight away. Mm-hmm. I was just like chop him up. That's fine because if you bury him, like he's gonna be found later. Or and if you, if you chop him up, you can get rid of him, kind of. It's well, just these things, it's like him, these decisions. So if you bury him, it ends straight away because the dog finds it. Yeah, yeah. In the and the dog's actually mentioned at the beginning yeah. where you pick the sugar puffs of the Frosties. It's yeah. like, oh, that dog's going to be the death of us, which is a nice little touch. But, um, yeah, I got that. And then I think Stefan obviously gets caught because uh, Will Polk's character comes around. I can't remember what he's called. Uh, Colin Rickman comes around and he's like, God, oh, yeah. you need help with the game. And he's like, I just killed my dad. And he's like, all oh, right. And he's like, are you going to kill me? And then I pick no. So he just goes, but obviously then he's going to call the police. Mm. So you get put in prison. Um, and then um, because of the legacy, because he ends up in prison, the legacy behind it is that the game's absolutely done amazing. And then someone's trying to like uh, remake it within Netflix studios. And it, it's kind of this meta thing that happens where you kind of like, you're seeing inside Netflix studios, them making this episode. Or like they've got an actress obviously playing um, a relative of Colin Ritman's. Oh, character. I did get that ending then. Yeah, yeah, that that one. Yeah, yeah. When they're in Netflix, I didn't realize like... that you'd got that ending because there's another one about Netflix. Oh like no, yeah, no. I I I got the one where it's like she's working for Netflix and she's yeah. she's a she's a relative of Colin Ritman's. I found that daughter. one. I found that one really interesting. But yeah, that's that is the best ending. Well, it's one of the two best endings you can get. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like, and then she tries to remake the game, but then she realizes that she's like. Well, so there's like a symbol, a symbol that goes throughout the episode, which is the symbol from White Bear, which was something I wanted to mention as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but this symbol keeps cropping up, and that's when Collins, not Collins, Stefan starts realizing that he's sort of going crazy and falling for this like myth of Bandersnatch. Yeah. Um, and 
uh, she starts to notice it as well while she's trying to program all the different paths for the Netflix episode. But I really liked that. So the, the, the white bear thing that I wanted to mention is that if you've seen the white bear episode, the whole point of that episode is that there are people watching at home who are watching this on repeat, this person making the same decisions day in, day out. And it's done as punishment because she's killed someone. And that's identical to Bandersnatch. Yeah. When he's killed his dad, he's then forced to replay his actions. But we're the ones on the other side of the screen. Yeah. It's a nice little tie-in, man. Yeah, I really nice like that. Yeah. Um, now, a couple of the endings I wanted to mention. I don't know if you got this ending, Josh, but during the course of one of the dialogue paths, um, he realizes that he's in a Netflix episode. Well, doesn't know what Netflix is because yeah, it's set in the eighties. I didn't get, I didn't get that one. No, I've heard about it though. So it. during the course of that one, he speaks to his sort of psychiatrist and says, "I'm in a Netflix episode." And she's I mean, like, this thing called Netflix. "What do you mean?" And he he's like, "Well, I'm not in control of my actions. Like, people are making the decisions for me at home." And she's like, "Well, would you not want something to be a little bit more awesome?" And so the options for that one are like yes or f yes, <laughs> um, and from there she like pulls out nunchucks yeah, and they yeah. have like a kung fu fight, <laughs> which is great. Yeah, which I, 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 I really want to play it again because one. I want to find it. I think it's quite obviously if you look at the flowchart, it's quite easy to find it. Yeah, going, it's pretty straightforward. But when you're obviously playing it, you don't. Yeah, and the other true ending I wanted to mention is one where he never does any of it. Yeah, and he yeah. gets onto the train with his mum at the very yeah beginning. yeah yeah, and it's just a kind of and the train crashes and the you pick back. yes you pick you pick yes don't you to follow her yeah because obviously there's, there's I never had the option to pick yes yeah that that is follow the it. one that he gets on the train that's yeah. the one where you have to where you get yes but I didn't I didn't get that one it was just mine was a straight no yeah like I could I could no. pick no or no yeah like, yeah so I think it's something you have to do I think it was when you type in the key code to the the safe yeah where you think everything's hidden. That when you type something in, particular, I think it's like toy or something, you get yes. Right. So I think that that I think that um, vault bit is the bit where you can branch off to. to I think that's the kind of central area where yeah, you branch off to I other think things. That's, that's the one. I think that's the kind of that's the. Because uh, I got yeah, one I which a few people I've spoken to didn't get, and I think it was part of that vault thing, um, where you wake up and it turns out well no it's the other way around actually you're asleep and you're having this dream where your dad yeah. is conditioning you. I got that. Did you get that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's, like, conditioning... He's running, like, this weird science experiment. Yeah, so he's you? kind of, like... He's pretended to be your dad, but he's actually a scientist. Yeah. And he's planted these memories in your head. So he's... Well, he's, 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 he's like, manipulated your, your memories yeah. to see how, it, how the outcome... What the outcome becomes. Yeah, and that was interesting. Yeah, a few interesting. people got, like, the actual Bandersnatch monster at different points. Oh, yeah. So yeah, I got I one... That. One of the options is to kill yourself or to kill Colin, and I got it then. Oh, right. I don't know if you got it then. Yeah, I think I think I might have got it then. But who did you did you kill Colin straight away? Yeah, I killed yeah, Colin I killed and Colin. then you turn around. Well, I, I killed myself the first time to see oh. what would happen. Oh, okay. And the game just ends. <laughs> no, yeah. I killed Colin straight away. I was like, no, I'm not dying. <laughs> That's it. Um. So when you turn around, the Bandersnatch monster is like right in your face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's pretty. I think, yeah, I've well. seen. I think I've seen it like roughly about two, like twice. Yeah. Maybe. Um, but some other bits I wanted to mention, so I talked about the marketing for it a little bit earlier. Yeah. Um, so they ran this promotional campaign where they had massive posters of all the video games that were being developed at Tokusoft. <laughs> and all the video games are based on other episodes of Black Mirror. Yeah. So one of them's called Nosedive, one of them's called Metalhead, 
and they look great. And so I took a few pictures. I'll probably put those up on our Twitter page when this comes up. Uh, and one of them is an advert to apply to work at Tuckersoft. And if you follow the link on the advert, it takes you to the Netflix software engineering department, ah, which is nice. That is interesting. <laughs> they also, um, in London, it didn't come to Manchester, unfortunately, they made a pop-up shop. You would have loved it if it came to Manchester. It looked so good. Charlie Brooker was there. You could meet him and get, get him to sign some stuff. It was set up like a proper 80s sort of old school WH Smith. Yeah. You could get a little um, memorabilia. You could get a Tuckersoft t-shirt. Oh, it would have been so cool. Bloody Londoners getting everything. I know. Anything else you want to mention about it? No, I think that's it. Acting's great. Yeah, I want to acting say. is great. Will Portland is really good. Great Parkinson, role. I'm a big fan of, um, who plays your dad. He's really good. He's got a great podcast, actually. Let's give Two Shot Podcast a little shout out. Oh, there you go. Um, he interviews a lot of sort of creative people. He's done an episode um, with the new Doctor Who. Oh. Yeah, some good stuff. Jodie Whittaker. Jodie Whittaker, that's the name. I couldn't remember it. Thanks, Josh. Um, so, yeah, Craig Parkinson's great. Will Poulter is great. Real shame that he had to quit Twitter for his mental health. Oh, man. It's just a shame. It's, it's ridiculous. That. I, I, yeah. There's nothing wrong with that episode at all. I don't know why he got such bad, like... Because got, they got bad rep off that episode, didn't they? Well, no, it was apparently it was because of his looks. He was getting bullied, and that's why he quit Twitter. What, through the episode, though? From that episode, yeah. Oh, it, that's what I mean. It's just, like, it's just ridiculous. Yeah, like, it's sad. And obviously, like, people were slating the show as well, like, just for no yeah, reason. Yeah, which I totally don't understand. It is. It's just went over the... As most of the things Charlie Brooker does, it's pretty genius. Yeah, it just went over some people's heads. And they yeah. were just expecting something that obviously wasn't people, finding yeah. out what they understood, so... But there's no need for that. I, I, I really I hate people when they berate people on social media. Yeah. Especially, like, the whole thing with Star Wars, like, you know, with the uh, Rose Tico and... Yeah. Uh, stuff like that. Will Poulter was tipped to play... Pennywise. He was, yeah. In it. Yeah, we just bring it all back round. We covered that one in the it we program. Did. He's um, a great actor. Fionn Dunkirk. It's about all I've seen him in. Yeah, yeah. He was really good in Dunkirk. He was great in Dunkirk. He was great. He was great in He's this. worked with some great people so far. Yeah. Well well done to him. Yeah, I know. Um, but yeah, I think that pretty much covers it all, doesn't it? Yeah. Uh, and if you haven't played it yet, go and play it because it's amazing. Yeah, please give it a go. Maybe one day we'll have a choose your own podcast. Oh. That'd be good, wouldn't it? Interesting. <laughs> we, should, we, should, we should do that. That'd be so difficult. God. we'll be here for hours imagine it we've oh, barely no. got time to do this yeah we'll, we'll do the, we'll do the whole thing in like five hours <laughs> uh but yeah so i mean yeah thank you for joining us on our minisode mm. um and then i think next next week's going to be beauty and the beast yeah um and then the minisode after that could be could be anything really could be anything send us your suggestions if you want if there's anything you want us yeah. to cover in well, the we, it could be anything so yeah. director film uh, something TV. that's going on at the Games. moment we um, like all that stuff yeah nice silence there Josh yeah, nice well yeah, amazing <laughs> so uh, yeah but yeah, yeah listen to the next one obviously you won't have a choice because uh, there's no free will free will is an illusion we yeah. live in a deterministic uh, universe yep and uh Join us next time. <laughs> Keep it light. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Yeah, I mean, we, we, we might be able to, you know, just shoehorn this in somewhere, but, you know. But if you're listening to it at the end of the episode, then there then, you go. Then we'll, no. we'll, we'll put a little comment at the end if it's at the end. Um, so, so basically, yeah, there was, there was a, a recent uh, lawsuit taken out There's on been Netflix. a development. There's been a development. Um, so... There was a small Vermont publisher 
by the name of Choose Your Own Adventure. Um, and they decided to take out a lawsuit against Netflix. Yeah, they chose the adventure to sue Netflix. Yes, uh, because they believe that uh, they are worth $25 million in infringements because their name is Choose Your Own Adventure and that Black Mirror took their um, took their name and used it for something. It's so interesting, Matt, because like, I'm, I'm really interested in like intellectual property stuff. Um, and... One example that I read up about recently that I thought was interesting, which ties into this, is that Nintendo yeah. pushed yeah. for the use of the word games consoles and video games consoles uh-huh. because they were worried that they would lose the copyright for Nintendo if people started using the term Nintendos to refer to all video games. It's kind of like what happened with like Hoover, where Hoover is now like synonymous with all vacuum cleaners. Yeah, pretty much. Like when you when you go buy a Hoover, when well, yeah, when you buy a yeah. vacuum, it's a Hoover. But the reason I think that ties in is that surely now choose your own adventure is so synonymous with that genre of game. Yeah. That they don't own the. It's a genre of a book. It's not. Yeah. You know they've not gone around and said like, oh, the company's that co- we've got a company that's called Choose Your Own Adventure. It's like, it's a type of book. Yeah. It's a type of game. You can't. You can't, you can't own the rights to a type of book. No, That'd be like owning the rights to horror as a genre. Yeah, it's like, no, you can't make a horror film. No, I own it. <laughs> you got you to can't use money. the word horror in your horror film. Yeah, or you film critics using horror. You can't yeah. use that. Cause I, I, I <laughs> Pay I me if little, you want to. I stuck a little uh, little payment on it, and it, now it's mine. It's just it's bizarre. Baffling. It's the most bizarre thing ever. Like, yeah. They're suing them for $25 million for using their uh, text adventure. And at, at no point... Within the well, actually, within the program, yeah, they do say text adventure, but they don't say choose your own adventure. Yeah, it's it's such a weird. But I mean, when there's money to be made, people are gonna do that kind of thing, aren't they? Well, that's what I mean. They just saw an opportunity and took yeah. it. But I think it's absolutely ridiculous. Josh was really yeah riled up about it. So yeah, and I remember. Like... I, I thought I, I thought there was something that we forgot to mention, but yeah, I, ridiculous. And I hope they, uh, you know, get karma. I hope they choose to not exist anymore oh all right it's a bit, it's a bit dark <laughs> uh but no i think it's it's just utterly ridiculous and i think things like that need to be need to be nipped in the bud yes because it's just stupid um but yeah that was that was a little uh little epilogue but if you are listening choose your own adventure and if you want to sponsor an episode <laughs> no no you can't do that you can't do this they're the enemy no they're trying to make a quick book <laughs> Uh, but yeah, th- thanks for if you if you are listening at the end, thanks for sticking with because uh, that was an extra little tidbit. Yeah. Bye bye. Bye.